Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,159. Today on Cars Yeah, we're celebrating the Cigar City Concours that takes place on Sunday, November 11th at the Starkey Ranch in Odessa, Florida. To learn more, go to CigarCityConcours.com. When you are planning things way ahead, don't forget to enjoy the process. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, a local friend of mine, William Howard. Hey, William, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. All right. William Howard is the Regional Director of the Ferrari Club of America and joined the National Board of the Ferrari Club of America in 2015. He's also an active member of the Classic Car Club of America. William was born in Hong Kong and moved with his family to Bellevue, Washington in 1993. That's just north of Gig Harbor here where I live. His mother was an actress and his stepfather was a director in the Hong Kong movie industry. And while William studied video production with a dream to work in Hollywood, investing became William's prime vocation with an emphasis on real estate. He's owned over 40 automobiles over the years, including Mercedes AMGs, BMW M3s and M5, Porsche Turbos, Audi S4s, a Ferrari 430 and a 430 Scuderia's. And today, his garage houses a Maserati Gran Turismo and Levante, a Mercedes CLA 250, and a Ferrari 458 that he's logged over, dare I say, 80,000 miles? Is that true? 83,000 miles. 83,000. Over 383. Wow. That Ferrari 458 is William's daily driver. How cool is that? He is my hero, a guy that actually drives his Ferrari every single day. So, William, I've told our listeners a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment before I jump into the questions and share a little bit more about your life and your passion for automobiles? Well, thanks, Mark, for having me on the show. And first of all, hello, everyone. I am, I have been a car enthusiast my whole life. I just love cars. I mean, ever since I'm a little boy, I would just like collect die-cast model cars. And then like ever since I moved to the United States, one thing that got me so excited is because you can get your driver's license at 16 years old. And all the roads here is way better in Asia. I can say I'm a car guy. I'm a car nut. And of course, before that, like you mentioned earlier, I'm very, very interested in filmmaking, video production coming from a family that in the, from the film industry. Here we go. I wanted to have William on because uh, many times on my show, I will have people who have businesses in the automotive world. William is focused on wrapping his passion for cars into his private life, keeping his business separate than his cars. But what I love about William is he gets out and he's active. And it shows my listeners that even if you don't have a career in the automotive world, you can be extremely active in the automotive industry, in the world. He's very, very involved in the Ferrari Club, the Classic Car Club, taking drives with his friends and cars. I mean, this is a guy that is in his car having fun all the time. And how many of you listeners out there know somebody that has a modern-day Ferrari with 83,000-plus miles on it? I, like I said, William, you're my hero. Not just 83,000 miles. It's 83, uh, trouble-free thousand miles. It's like literally has no issue. 
for the last five years since I owned the car. And, and I want to get into that in a minute because you shared something with me the other day that I was very surprised to learn about Ferrari. But first, I want to ask you about a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your passions. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So I know you like behind the wheel, so William, <laughs> grab the wheel. Well, I would say live in the moment. But even when you are planning things way ahead, don't forget to enjoy the process because I truly believe that's very, very important. And I've been always lived by that quote, live in the moment. Yeah, you know, it's an important thing because we are all so busy these days. And many times you're always looking ahead to a goal that you set, especially type A entrepreneurial people, successful business people like I know you are. And sometimes you forget to stop and smell the flowers. And one thing I like exactly. about you, yeah, I like about you, William, is you, you do get out and enjoy things. I mean, you are such a busy guy. I know, uh, uh, the lovely woman in your life, Jamie, who I've had the pleasure of meeting many times. Uh, the other day she posted that you guys woke up early, drove down to Oregon, attended a Ferrari club event, drove back, were at a party that night in Bellevue. I mean, you guys don't stop. Well, and your <laughs> life, right? I mean, like yeah. every single second. It's the way you should go through life. I know sometimes it seems hard, but uh, yeah, sometimes just stop and be grateful for what you have at that moment and and get out and partake. Well, you shared with us that you have been a car guy since you were a little boy. Is is there a pivotal moment that you can think back to when you knew you were indeed a car guy? Well, let's just say because let's say my uncle, uh, which uh, lives in Taiwan, which I visit uh, Taiwan every summer so he works at a dealership and then like every time that i since i love model cars so he would just take me to work you know and then all right and then once i get there you know don't know what to do he's working and i just see in every single car in the showroom floor and ever since then i mean like i just feel kind of oh i really really love cars and then i just kind of you know i was like six or seven years old and i can almost name all the brand and models of cars on the road. I can, when I see a car drive by, I can name, oh, there's the Honda, that's the Mercedes. You know, I, I can say, you know, like almost all the models. And then he was impressed. And from that time, I know, oh, car is really, really something <laughs> I love. You know, it is like, oh, wow. And then, yeah, and then I was, my collection of model cars just keep growing and growing ever since. And I still have all my models cars since I'm a little boy. I would say something around 600 now. It oh my gosh! <laughs> Anything from one forty-third scale to one eighteen. I got all kinds of model cars out there. I just collect. Wow! I will, yeah. I will even go into Walgreens if I see something. You know, like you know, I I don't just buy the expensive one. I buy all kinds. You know, like like model cars. You know, I even go into Walgreens see something that's like five dollars. Looks nice. The other day, I just got a McLaren seven twenty S from Walgreens. It's like five ninety nine. It <laughs> yeah. looks good. All right. Yeah. I mean, it comes goes goes into my collection. Uh, you've got the same disease the rest of us have, William. So that's why I'm I'm chuckling. I still have all my Hot Wheels and my uh, Matchbox cars from when I was a little boy. So uh, I get it. Our listeners get it for sure. Well, you're an entrepreneur. You're an investor. You're a businessman, and no doubt your life has been filled with success, but also maybe a challenge or two, or even a failure. I like asking this question because it helps others who might be in the same situation learn from what you've been through. And of course, when we go through these things, they're valuable learning lessons. So take us to one of those times that was a big challenge for you in business or in life. Uh, walk us through that and tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum 
as you move forward in your life, your career, and your business? Well, I've learned that no matter how and what you do in life, there's always people going to be disagree with you. And you just can't make anyone happy or, or, you know, just do what you think is best and what is right. And also don't make enemies because like, keep in mind, you know, a lot of enemies, they were once your friend. But so yeah. that's why, like, even when someone don't like you, I mean, I never like to make enemies. Always be polite, always be nice to people. And, and I believe one day we always can be friends again and get along again. It's a challenging thing to do sometimes, though, and and I I get that and I hear that. Is there a, a situation you don't have to obviously name names, but there's a situation that you perhaps have been through where you met up with a challenge like that, and then how did you deal with it at the time? And then did things come back around, or maybe you can walk us through a specific thing that that you had to deal with in general. I just think like it doesn't matter from the business side or like uh, or or even like, like the hobby side or, or anything, not just cars. It's like whatever you're getting, like grow, growing or like get and like people just always kind of want to take you down. And I just, for the more success you get, there's always people just try to take you down, find something that you're not doing right. Or, you know, just always find like all the little details. I just realized that. And at first, of course, I do get discouraged. And I'm saying, oh, why? I mean, did I do anything wrong? I mean, I don't think so. But after a while, I understand it doesn't matter. All it matters is if you believe what you're doing and then you're doing everything you believe is right, then that's just okay. Yeah, you're very active in the Ferrari club and you're you're very, I mean, you're not just a, a club member that just goes to events and goes home. I mean, you're you're running things, you're setting things up, you're participating. I, I know that having been in many clubs over my many years, that sometimes things can get a little political, things get a little funny with people little you know, empires are created people, always, yeah. yeah whenever there's people there's always going to be political uh, politics right we people tell you oh there's absolutely not no politics at all in the car community that people is lying to you you know for sure yeah. there is but of course we try to keep all those things like minimal right because keep in mind we're having fun we're doing <laughs> yes. <more> fun. You <laughs> know? yeah i see that over time you know i've been up here in the pacific northwest for about 25 years and the clubs I belong to, they kind of go through evolutions. There's a time period where everything's great and then some change happens and then people get a little disgruntled and they go away and then it changes back again. I mean, being part of the Ferrari club, I mean, do you experience any of that uh, over time? Because you've been involved with the club for some time now. Yeah, so I joined the club back in 2009 and the club has been very, very active way before I joined the club. When I joined the board in 2013, as the membership chairman, I realized the club has such a great content, you know, great people, but they do need a better uh, presence, like potential members or to the public. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think social media is one of the things is you can present it because we do have vision to have a concourse that involves the general public. So I, that's why, you know, in the past, I understand people, they want to be a little bit more private. I get it. But if we do want to have an event that's open to the general public, then we do need to get the words out there right. and not be way too private about it. So, of course, I started a campaign on the Facebook page, Instagram, promoting the club, of course. And thanks to our club official photographer, Jason Tang, which is also one of your guests yes. in the past. He has provided a lot of amazing photos because we have beautiful cars in our club. We have great events. 
if without the great photography skill, sometimes it just doesn't show the yeah, event. Yeah. You know, the event itself is actually better than a picture. But when people yeah. look at the picture, they don't see it. With great photography, like even Carl, he was also, uh, I think, one of your guests. Carl Noakes, yeah, yeah. Yep, he also contributed a lot of great photos and took photos at our events and and I use all those photos and I put it on our website, put it on our social media pages. And then I think it does help. I mean, it does make the event and everything. These days, it's all about presentation, right? And yeah. we're not lying to the audience. You know, it is really, the car is really beautiful. The event's really, really good. But you just need to have the pictures, the vision to show people that, you know, yeah. the right way, lighting and everything. That's one. And then secondly, you know, try to make the club to be more active. One of the things is always encouraging members to get involved on events. For example, I started a monthly breakfast club. Basically, we get together every month, regardless of rain or shine, just get together. And mm-hmm. but what I'm doing is I will encourage a member you know, at the table to host the next breakfast. Ah. So the club, of course, will support them. You know, all they have to do, you know, make the reservations, you know, let the club know we will help them promote it, of course, and then let them feel like, hey, it's not that hard to put on a breakfast, a gathering. And then you kind of start them from there and then they will be more involving. Now they feel like, oh, we're not just a member. We're actually organizing events. So they feel kind of, like, hey, it's my club too. I just want them to engage members to do more with the club. And my understanding with the Ferrari club is you don't have to own a Ferrari to be a member. Is that right? Yes, yes. In fact, we have a lot of members that actually joined before they own uh, a Ferrari, including our uh, Ferrari concourse host, Danny and Brandon Dogno. I met them back in 2013 at a new members dinner. So they just joined at the Ferrari club. And we were at the table and they very, very nice people. And then they were have questions about Ferraris, you know, like members was like talking to them, let them know. Because one thing about the car club and let's say a car dealerships, the differences is we are not here selling you a car. We are here, you know, to share our experience. Our opinion is a true experience. We will tell you what exactly goes wrong with my own car. For example, when I tell you my car is trouble free, I'm not trying to sell you my 458, right? I'm truly telling you that, hey, I have a great experience with my 83,000 miles Ferrari. And that's why a lot of people, they would like to join the club to get, oh, an insight of, oh, how's the ownership like? If there anything breaks down, how's the local dealers? You know, are they helpful? You know, like, you know so they get more, you know, perspective from the ownership side, not just from the, de- of course, like we have wonderful local dealers. You know, I love uh, a lot of, uh, like all the people that work in our local dealerships, but it, it is different, you know, coming from a owner's point of view, you know. Oh, on, absolutely. On, on a car. So, yeah. Yeah. To me, that was a huge aha moment when you and I spoke the other day and you said how many miles were on your car and how trouble free it w- has been and how basically Ferrari, when you buy a new car, has a long service agreement where they take care of anything. And that blew me away. Maybe you could touch on that a little bit because I was shocked. Oh, yeah. So any 2012 Ferrari, modern Ferrari, they will have a seven years maintenance program. So it means that for the first seven years, all the major, I mean, I should say the maintenance is all included, unlimited miles. So, but the warranty is still three years unlimited. So my warranty is expired, but the maintenance program is still active. 
But the funny thing is, I brought in my car last year to the dealership, and they, I was told I was actually the first guy that exceed the seventh service. Because when people say seven-year maintenance program, it's more like you would go into the dealership seven times, right? Because people usually go in every year because it's mileage or time, whichever comes first, right? 10,000 miles or one year. So since my car is 83,000 miles, obviously it's more than 70,000 miles already. So I'm actually the first person that goes in and they will have to confirm with foreign North America to make sure that, hey, it is okay, right? I mean, you know, just to make sure, yeah, even though it says unlimited miles, but it is a great program. I mean, I do believe it also makes me want to drive more as well. Every time you go in, half a day. That's it. I literally, the car has not, I mean, honestly, not spend I spend a night more there. time on the road. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I actually spend more time on the road than the car sitting in, in a garage. Yeah. Well, it's incredible. It's very cool. And again, you just don't see too many Ferrari owners that actually drive their cars a lot. Most of the time, they just sit in garages and never get driven. I do see more Ferrari owners this day. They do drive their car more than than in the past. You know, when I, when I first purchased my F430 Spider back in 2008, you know, because I was also looking at the pre-owned side, you always see like 500 miles, 1,000 miles, a, a three-years-old car. But lately, you know, when, when you go and check on, oh, the 458 or even the 488, you do see there are more like a 5,000 miles, 6,000 miles range right now in a two, three years old car. It's still low miles, but you can see people do drive their car more compared to 10 years ago. Well, good, good. Love to see those yeah. cars out on the road. Well, what was your first really special car? You've owned a whole lot of cool cars, as I mentioned in the intro here. But what was the first car that you got that you can recall to that really had special meaning for you? Well, I would say the 430 Scuderia, which is my second Ferrari that I purchased in 2009. So to be honest, back then, I wasn't really a big fan of the color. So I bought the car off the lot. It's a kind of baby blue Ferrari. Uh, mm -hmm. I wasn't really a big fan, but all right, that's the only car that's available. And all right, I'll take it. So... I did wrap the car into matte black with a yellow stripe shortly after I get it because I really didn't like the the color. But uh -huh. hey, and then but I spent a lot of time, but I love the car. And then the more I drive the car and then I just love it. I mean I drove that car to a lot of Ferrari Club events, overnight trips. I put over thirty thousand miles on that car over a four years ownership as well. And that car is not comfortable to to ride in, I can tell you that, or drive. I mean, it's a fun car, but it's a totally different car than a 458 Italia. And then I do appreciate the color more and more because I've been seeing more photos of the color of my car, you know, on magazines, on websites. So I decided to unwrap the car one day. And wow, I actually love the blue. When the 458 came out, I mean, there's some minor issue with the vehicle back then on the 430 Scuderia. Well, you know, I'm thinking maybe it's time for me to jump into a 458. So, and then back then, a 450 came out for several years, and we get a lot of club members and friends driving that car. I've been always like the design of the 458. So, I decided to trade it in and get the 458. But now, to be honest, that's the one car that if I'm going to buy back a vehicle that I've ever owned, that will be the first car that I would like to purchase that was it that. okay there's even your sellers from several years ago even though it's yeah. several years ago but that's the car that i kind of regretted that i made that that sale yeah the sellers remorse story nice well 
You know, it's uh, it's cool, and uh, they're beautiful cars, and they definitely have evolved, but I've heard this from more and more owners, the more current cars are more daily drivable. They're just more reliable, everything about them. But yeah, those old Scurias, I had a good friend, Bill, down here in Tacoma that had one, and wonderful car, but loud, not that comfortable, <laughs> that's for sure. It's more like driving a race car around the street, so. Oh, yeah. Well, what are you doing these days that has you really excited and fired up, William? Well, I mean, like these days, I mean, the club right now, we're all prepared for our 2021 international meet in Portland, Oregon, which is a pretty big deal for the Northwest region because it is the first time for our region, you know, to host such an event, which means the entire 16 region and 35 chapters of uh, Ferrari Club, they're all going to be in Portland, Oregon in 2021. This is, we have decided between Seattle and Portland. We have debate about that because Northwest region is Washington, Oregon, Alaska, Montana, and Idaho. So, but of course, we're not going to host it in Alaska and or Montana. But the reason why we picked Portland is because we want everything to be kind of all be kind of close to each other. And it seems like Portland makes more sense. Their track, you know, um, because uh, uh, international meet, let me give you guys a little background. It will include a concourse, a rally, and a track event. So it seems like Portland makes more sense to host it there because the track is very close to downtown Portland. And there's a lot of like nice golf course near Portland as well. It just makes more sense because here, and like we were thinking about either Pacific Raceway or the Ridge in Shelton, but we just think like the lodging site, like the, the hotels nearby, I mean, that will be a challenge and the traffic. So we decided to let uh, Portland should do it this time. And then even though Portland is part of Northwest, Northwest region, but a lot of us from up here in the Seattle area, we will have to like be very, very devote to this, even though it's two and a half year out. But it is a lot of work because we have to start getting sponsorships. and then, But, of course, National gave us a lot of support as well. But it is very, very exciting. You know, every, very, everybody in the club is also very exciting about it. The good things about our club is we don't need to ask people to volunteer. People always raise their hand. They want to get involved. That's the one thing I love the Ferrari Club of America is, is like, wow, you know, like, I joined the club back in 2009, half year after I got my first Ferrari F430. Uh, I was like thinking about, hmm, you know, driving a Ferrari is fun, but, you know, maybe fun, you know, if I can have some friends that also drive a Ferrari. And then, of course, I ask around and say, hey, there's a club called a Ferrari Club of America. Maybe you should join. Back then, I was one of the youngest. And then when I joined the club, of course, I'm a little bit like, oh, I mean, I don't know the people, you know, everybody there, they're extremely friendly. And then I, I went on an overnight trip drive with them to Cannon Beach. And then, wow, I mean, ever since then, I've become a very, very active of the club. And then it really becomes part of, it's my family. I found out everybody came from all kinds of backgrounds. And then they all contribute like their, their expertise on, on things, their ideas and on putting on events. That's the reason why the club is so successful. And I'm also very looking forward to the annual meet because we have such a great group of members that, you know, as a team that we always put on great events. And then the, the good thing about um, the Ferrari club is I truly believe a car club cannot be a one person 
car club. Over the years, I've seen a, a lot of car clubs. It's always based on one person, right? And when that person gets busy and doesn't have the time, then the club just kind of like, oh, goes away. But the good thing about the Northwest Region Ferrari Club or the Ferrari Club of America in general is everybody is very, very active. Like even like it doesn't matter who's running the club, who's the leader, there's always going to be people that's going to be make sure the club is being active. And that's the spirit that I'm, I'm truly, truly very, very inspired. And I say, wow, this is an organization that is truly, truly amazing. And we're all doing this for fun. None of us get paid. And in fact, actually, a lot of us will have to pay out of our own pocket to a lot of expenses that, you know, it doesn't really matter because we just love to do this. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I had uh, Teresa Gilpatrick, who's the executive director, of course, you know her, Ferrari Club of America, and she shared she shared a lot of the same things. So I think it's fantastic. I look forward to that event and follow, uh, following along as you prepare for it. Well, William, here's a very introspective question for you. If you woke up tomorrow morning and you were a car sitting in a garage, what would you be? Well, I think definitely a Ferrari. And because I was born in the year of the horse back in 1978. Oh, so perfect. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> yes. So that's why I think I'll be a, I'll be an Enzo Ferrari. Like it. I like it. Nice choice. Well, William, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom-tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim-weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, William, we're back and we're entering the last lap. This is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle 
the Ferrari throttle answer. So here we go. Well, what's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Well, always get a second opinion. Yes. I mean, like, <laughs> that, that I think is actually very, very important. Just don't listen to one person's opinion. Always get a second opinion. Nicely said. Now, would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Well, I think it's commitment. You know, you always have to commit to something that you want to do once you commit it. You yep. know, go do it, regardless whether it's, you're going to fail or not. I think commitment is very important. Absolutely. Commitment and follow through. Now, about a resource? There are wonderful resources these days. Is there one you'd like to share? Well, to be honest, you know, I just Google. Whenever I want to find something, I just yep. go to Google.com and I almost find everything that I need. Of course, I compare it to different websites, but yeah, yeah. but Google is kind of the number place I go. Well, of course, my son works for Google and he uh, he always teases me because I call him with technical questions and he brought me a little sign that I have on my desk here and it says, IDK, Google it. Of course, meaning I don't know, Google it. So yeah, I always think of him every day as I look things up. Google, what would we do without it? Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that be? Well, I think the answer is very obvious, Enzo Ferrari. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? Wow. That would be pretty cool. Now, how about a book? Is there a book you've read or could be a magazine or could be something online you like reading that you like to share with our listeners? Well, I actually very enjoy our club publication. It's called Prancing Horse. It's actually very, very informative magazines. I mean, but uh, in order to get that, I think you do need to be a a club member, but you don't need to be an owner. To be a club member, and then you will receive it quarterly. It's a very, very well. I mean, just like you will see all kinds of information from even talk about the Ferrari history. It's just a very, very great publication. Absolutely. If somebody wants to join the Ferrari Club of America, where do they go to do that? Well, they can go to our national website, which is FerrariClubOfAmerica.org, or or they can go to our regional website, which is NWRFCA.org. So there you go. They can join from both websites. Absolutely. Well, listeners, I'll remind you, we'll put links to those websites and everything William has shared on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in William Howard, and that page will pop right up. All right, William, we are up to the checkered flag. And this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car for your garage. A couple rules mm-hmm. to this game, though. You can only have this one collector car, and you can keep your Ferrari with 83,000 miles and your other daily drivers. This is something unique and different. Maybe it's an old vintage car, whatever you'd like. It doesn't matter, but I want you to drive it and enjoy it, which, of course, is no problem for you. You like it now and then driving. So what can I buy you today? I would like to have a lot of Ferrari. But I do think that the modern Ferrari has proven to me that how reliable and how comfortable they are to drive on a daily basis. And yeah. it's trouble-free, so absolutely with LaFerrari. Ah, uh, yes. Well, you know, our mutual friend Greg Witten up here in the Pacific Northwest has two of those. Of course, he has the oh, yeah. uh, the convertible version. Is that the Aperta? Is am I saying that right? Yeah, the yep, Aperta is a convertible version. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I know he has, uh, I think it's white and blue one. What color would you like yours to be? I would like the blue one. Actually, I, I had an opportunity to drive his car one time. That was actually our Ferrari concourse two years ago because uh-huh. he needed help. 
to like drive nine cars to the concourse. Yes. So, <laughs> all right. I take one for the club. Okay. Why yeah. not? Uh, I'd be there. I, I, I help. So yeah. It was amazing. I mean, like, wow. I mean, it's just like, wow. Driving a La Ferrari. And then yeah. and the best thing is on the way back, I got to drive the Enzo Ferrari back oh. to the garage. Oh, so yeah. The same I... day is that it's every Ferrari enthusiast dream. You know, oh, I mean, yeah, geez, you know, I'm gonna have to call Greg next time he needs someone to drive some of his cars to remember me. Um, yeah, he's got he's a garage a great, full of he's a great guy, he supports yeah, the yes. club. I mean, he's absolutely a very, very great, great person. Yeah. And the great thing about Greg is he does drive his cars, there's no garage queens there. He gets out and uses his cars, he races absolutely. his vintage Ferraris, of course, the GTO that he recently sold there at RM Sotheby's. That that car got so much track time. It was always being driven, always being brought to the shows. Uh, I like the way Greg shares his cars with other people because a lot of collectors don't do that. They just lock them away and nobody ever gets to see them. Well, William, you've taken me on a great ride today. Really enjoyed talking with you and sharing your story. I want to thank you for that. Could you offer our listeners perhaps a little piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that blue LaFerrari? Well, always returns call or emails. I mean, regardless of what business you're in, I think that's the number one thing. Yeah. You know, you just never want to like ask a question and never get a response. Even though if the person don't know the answer, I think it's also always great to acknowledge an email or, or, or a question. Yeah, absolutely. That's the kind thing to do. And again, what's the best way for our listeners if they want to get involved with the Ferrari Club of America? Well, check out our website, nwrfca.org, and you will get all the membership information, events, or check out our social media page on Facebook and Instagram, Northwest Region Ferrari Club of America. And you will see all the updates, the photos over there. You know, it's really cool what you guys do. I know you and Jamie... You guys do a great job of putting things out there, showing those of us what you guys are up to if we can't be a part of it or we're not able to join in. And you two are certainly busy. And, of course, you mentioned uh, Carl Noakes and Jason Tang doing some spectacular photography. They've both been guests here. So congratulations for what you do and how you share that. William, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your experiences with me and the Cars Yeah listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified. And he's a car guy, too. Learn more at chrisvkimball.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPIC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!